Greetings. This is day four of the six days of September when General George Washington and his Continental Army encamped on Rebel Hill, where I grew up, and Gulf Mills. This is the fifth podcast, because the first one was an introduction. Uh, and today covers December 16th, 1777. So you can see the other episodes and my description of the previous three days uh, in earlier episodes of this podcast. But let's get right into day four. On December 16th, 1777, the tents arrived and British soldiers were captured. On a cold and rainy day, December 16th, 1777, The 11,000 soldiers in General Washington's Continental Army at Gulf Mills and Rebel Hill had one solace. The tents had arrived. They had been exposed to the snow and cold since the army arrived at the Gulf on December 13th, and they had sought shelter under the rocks and trees of Rebel Hill and Gulf Mills. Food was still scarce because a food caravan headed towards them was delayed. Once the tents arrived, General Washington's orders for the day were short and sweet. He writes, General Orders, Headquarters at the Gulf, December 16, 1777. Parole, countersigns. The tents are to be carried to the encampment of the troops and pitched immediately. End quote. That's it. The day was not just one of pitching tents and trying to find comfort for some soldiers. Apparently, a group of British soldiers were out foraging for food and ran smack into the Continental Army. See these accounts from Dr. Alba Jens Waldo, the Surgeon General to the Army. He writes, December 16th, cold rainy day, baggage ordered over the Gulf of our division, which were to march at 10, but the baggage was ordered back for the first time since we have been here. The tents are pitched to keep the men more comfortable. Good morning, brother soldier, says one to another. How are you? All wet, I thank you. Hope you are so, says the other. The enemy have been at Chestnut Hill opposite to us near our last encampment. The other side of the Schuylkill made some ravages, killed two of our horsemen, taken some prisoners. We have done the like by them, end quote. And another soldier wrote this account of December 16th, quote, We have been for several days past posted on the mountains near the Gulf Mill, and today a party of the enemy to the number of 45 were surprised and made prisoners. While the rank-and-file soldiers were otherwise engaged, General Washington and his generals, in consultation with the Continental Congress, were trying to decide where the army should make its winter quarters. But where were Washington and his generals meeting and living while they were in Gulf Mills? No one knows for sure where General Washington actually had his headquarters, but historians believe that it was at Walnut Grove Farm, part of the John Hughes estate, now part of the Gulf Mills golf course. General Sterling, also known as Lord Sterling, who was in charge of the Gulf Mills outpost, was on Rebel Hill at the home of John Rees, and a future president of the United States, James Monroe, was with him. Monroe was then a lieutenant and aide to General Sterling. General Lafayette's headquarters were at a home near what is now the Gulf Mills entrance to 476 East Expressway, Schuylkill Expressway. Well, 476 is not the Schuylkill, that's the Blue Route. But anyway, you know what I mean. The home was destroyed to make way for the Schuylkill Expressway. General Nathaniel Green was at the Zimmerman Supply home near what is now the Gulf Mills Station on Septus P&W line. 
Aaron Burr was at the John Sturgis home directly at the base of Rebel Hill, which was a picket post during the Valley Forge encampment and considered one of the far outer lines of the encampment. While I was growing up, that home was called the Picket Post Restaurant. Now it's called Savona. And that's it for day 16. On to a very important day five. Come back tomorrow and listen in. Thank you. Thank <music> you.